Hey, what's up, family? It's Coach Josh here with another daily play for you. And today's daily play is a very important one for it deals with the computer of your life, which is your mind. Today, we're going to be talking about how to stop overthinking. But before we get into today's video, make sure you go to my website right now at IamUnplugged.com forward slash worksheet and download today's free worksheet, which is available to you because this worksheet is going to help you how to process those over um, consuming thoughts and how to cast them down. And also, as you come into this video, as you watch it, make sure you like, subscribe, comment, share, all that good stuff. And I, and I hope this video is a blessing. But let's get right into today's points. Uh, first, with our main thought, um, because I have a lot of good points that I want to share with you today, very important ones for those who are struggling with overthinking. Let's get right into the main thought. Today's main thought is the mind is a terrible thing to waste you. Again, the mind is a terrible thing to waste you. We've heard the phrase that a mind is a terrible thing to waste, but I have another phrase for you, that the mind is a terrible thing to waste us. Well, let's get right into some points. Um, but today we're going to be talking about three things very quickly, three main talking points. We're going to be talking about what is overthinking, what people overthink the most, and how to stop overthinking. Again, we're going to be talking about what is overthinking, what people overthink about the most, and how to stop overthinking. What is overthinking? The definition of overthinking is this, to think about something or someone too much or too long. The definition of overthinking is to think about something or someone too much or too long. Pete, there are certain people and certain things that don't deserve the weight of our mind and the energy of our mind. You see what I'm saying? Or the or a certain time. Uh, unfortunately, for many of us, we give unnecessary people, unnecessary thing, too much of our mind, too much of our thinking power. We're giving them too much of our time. Two things you should never give unnecessary people of things: your thoughts your thinking ability, and a time frame. Because when you give certain things too much time or too much thinking, you're giving that thing too much power in your life. But let's keep going. Next point, the problem. Many people are allowing their minds to waste their energy, their execution, their emotional stability, their earning, and their engagements. Their mind owns them versus them owning their minds. The problem with a lot of people, and this has been a problem in my life previously in the past in my life, is that many people are allowing their minds to waste their energy, their execution, their emotional stability, their earning, and their engagements. Their minds own them versus them owning their minds. I've been guilty of this. It's unfortunate how many times in my past that I allowed my own mind to waste my energy. Ladies and gentlemen, you only have a certain amount of energy, premium energy every day. And, and it's unfortunate how many of us, we allow um, circumstances and certain individuals to consume that energy. And we have no energy left over to execute in our purpose. Um, overthinking also, uh, or the mind also, if we allow it, waste our execution. There are certain things that we are supposed to get done in every day. But when we give unnecessary things, uh, our thinking power and our energy, and we allow that thing to suck up our time, we have nothing left for the books, for the, the songs, for the businesses, for the creative endeavors that God endeavors for us to do. One thing you cannot get back in life is wasted time. And a mind that has been wasted away and is being used as a dominant uh, force will waste that premium time and premium energy in the things uh, uh, away from the things that needs it the most. Many people are also allowing their minds to waste away their emotional stability, 
The emotions are all over the place. If your mind is unsettled, so will your emotions be. But if your mind is settled, so will your emotions be. Let's keep going. Many people are allowing their minds to waste their earning power. See, I always tell kids this. If you plan to earn, plan to learn. If your mind is is and your thoughts are burning energy and burning precious fuel, then you have no time to learn. And if you have no time to learn, you have no time to earn. Do not allow unnecessary thoughts to burn away energy, to burn away precious um, thinking power and, and keeping you from learning in areas where you could be building or bringing in residual income, etc. Many people are allowing their minds to waste away their engagements or in other words their relationships man how, how many people are in relationships right now with people that overthink how many of y'all right now are in relationships and you're the reason that the relationship is suffering because of your over analyzing of everything that that person is walking on eggshells everywhere they go because you overthink everything See, we got to make sure that our minds are settled in God so that we won't allow ourselves to be thinking on unnecessary things that burn away precious uh, uh, time and energy. Next point, we overthink things we place above God and not under him. Oh, that's very powerful. Please, please understand that. We overthink things we place above God and not under him. Man, everything and anything you put above God, Listen to me very closely. Any and everything you put above God will be the things you overthink about the most. There are certain things that we can't control. And there's a lot of things that only God can control. You see what I'm saying? So there is a partnership between us and the Father. That, that there are certain things that he has entrusted in our hands to do. And there are certain things that we're supposed to entrust in his hands. And anytime you think, uh, 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 if you, anytime you think uh, about things or anytime you place things above God, those are the things that are consuming and burning precious energy. You got to get to a place where you say, God, I can't control this. I'm going to give my future to you. I'm going to give my future relationship to you. Anything in the future, you should not uh, try to get a hold of because you can't control it. Those who, uh, who are overly consumed about the future have no energy for the present. Two things that consumes our thinking the most is our past and what's possible. And when you get so caught up in those two areas, you have nothing for now. There are certain things right now that needs your thinking now. Your wife needs your thinking now. Your husband needs your thinking, your proactive thinking. Um, your children need your thinking power now. Your right now, ministry, right now, business, right now, creative endeavor needs your thinking. Rain on those things. Don't be uh, 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 projected to rain on things that are not here yet. Let's keep going. We overthink things we place above God, not under him. What are those things that you are placing above God that's consuming your thinking power, your thinking energy? And what are those things you need to place up under God so that you are free to think on what God wants you to think about? I have another point here. Before I get into it, let me, let me make sure I make the, break this down. There are two things. There's three ways of thinking. There's overthinking, there's underthinking, and then there's right thinking. Right. There's overthinking, there's underthinking, and then there's right thinking. Some of us were overthinking. We're we're taking too much time and too much energy thinking about the wrong things. Some of us are underthinking. We're not really thinking uh, at a level that we should. We are 
our minds have rotten, our minds have wasted away, and we're not executing at a high level. That's why I tell people your most important muscle is your mind. If your mind is not molded, if your mind is not built up and and, and, and actually uh, processing at a high level, then you're not going to be able to effectively do anything. That's what I talked about. That's what I'm going to talk about in regards to decluttering. There are certain files that you need to put in the trash can. There are certain files you need to delete off your mind so that your mind can operate at a high level. Your mind is your processor. That's your processor. And you got to you gotta empty out and remove things and so that your brain can execute at a high level. I train my brain every day in regards to speaking, in regards to coaching. I can, I can look at a doorknob and I can immediately spell the word door or to spell the word knob and give points to somebody. The reason why I do that is I want my mind to be at such a premium level that I can use a water bottle. I can use a doorknob. I can use anything within my environment with the person that I'm looking to reach and utilize it at a spit at a split moment to be uh to be used to help that person. You are responsible for training your mind. You are responsible in making sure that this processor that God has given you is working at its optimum level level. But then there's right thinking. Right thinking is balanced thinking, and that's the Christ mind. We'll talk about that in another video for sure. Now, next point. Thoughts may come unaware, but thinking is a choice. Thoughts may come unaware, but thinking is a choice. Thoughts come from anywhere. Thoughts can come from anywhere, can come from anything. You have to be very careful. Thoughts can come from um, your family. Thoughts can come from God. God. Thoughts can come from the enemy. Thoughts can come from the belly of your soul. Thoughts can come from anything. Thoughts are spawned off of triggers. If there's anything inside of you that connects to anything outside of you, chances are that thing is the main thing that triggers thoughts. See, if your mom has too much power over you, if you allow your dad to have too much influence over you, if you allow anything in this world system to have too much influence on you, those are the triggers. That's why whatever influence you the most triggers your thoughts the most. So if you are overly influenced by, by this person's opinion, this person's way of living, etc., then anytime you're around that person or around that situation or around that environment, thoughts are easily triggered. So what you have to do is you have to change the way you view these individuals individuals and these environments because you got to make sure that God is the only premium uh, prominent influence in your life. Of course, people will may inspire you, but God should be the one influencing you, the one that's actually uh, 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 molding and, and, and leading you into all truth. But what are those triggers? What are those individuals? Who are those individuals? What are those things or those environments that spawns those thoughts? Now, let's keep going. Thoughts may come unaware, but thinking is a choice. The sin is not in the thought. The sin is in the thinking. The issue is not the thoughts. The issue is the thinking. Let's keep going. I have a metaphoric um, way of making this plain. Let's walk through it. Thoughts are seeds. Your soil is your soil. You get it? Thinking is rain. A mindset is the tree. The branches are your thought patterns. The agenda of the thoughts is the fruit and your life will eat the fruit of those thoughts. Let's break it down. Thoughts are seeds. Inside of every thought is an agenda. 
Inside of every thought is a purpose. Just like in every seed, whatever's in that seed is what it will produce. Nothing else, nothing different, but only what's in it. Hear me. So if you entertain a negative thought, only negative things will spawn from that thought. See, thoughts are seeds. Your thinking, your thinking is the rain, right? So whatever you give life to will affect your life. And so what you have to understand is that your soul is your soil and your soul is a sponge. It will soak in whatever you allow in it. And that's why you got to be very careful what you or who you allow to influence you, because once it's in your soul and it's deep inside of you and you give life to it or rain to it, as far as thinking, that thing will produce. See, you have to understand that thoughts are powerful. One of the most powerful things in the world are thoughts because from that flows the issues of life. From that is what where ideas and, 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 and agendas are birthed. You see what I'm saying? So your thoughts or thoughts are seeds. So the enemy can throw thoughts in your mind. God can throw thoughts in your mind. These different influential triggers can spawn thoughts in your mind. But you have to make sure that you are allowing the Holy Spirit to guard, to be the farmer of your soil. So that he's the one that's tending it, prepping it, and guarding it from weeds. So your thoughts are seeds. Your soul is the soil. Your thinking is the rain. What are you giving precious rain to? Because that is what's giving it life. Let's keep going. Thoughts are seeds. Your soul is your soil. Your thinking is the rain. Your mindset is the tree. Your mindset is a tree. The first thing that grows is a setting of your mind. It wants to be set. This is what your mind is set on. The soul, the, the seed is in the soul, the soul. The rain, it gives it life. What comes from it is its setting. The tree is the setting. What is your mindset? Like I've always said, wherever your mind is sitting right now, your life will eventually sit beside. Let's keep going. A mindset is a tree. The branches are the thought patterns. Your thought pattern on marriage, your thought pa patterns in regards to singleness, what, whatever you think is the pattern, is the path, is the branch by which the fruit hangs. The branches are thought patterns. The agenda of the thought is the fruit and your life will eat from it. What are you eating right now? What is the fruit that's being manifested in your life? Think on that. Process that. Let's keep going. Next point, don't allow anything or anyone other than God to choose what you think about. Hear me closely. Don't allow anything or anyone other than God choose what you should think about. Philippians 4, 8 tells us what we should think on. It says, finally, brothers or sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, Whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What are you thinking about? If it's not true, you shouldn't think about it. If it's not honorable, you shouldn't think about it. If it's not just, you should not think about it. If it's not pure, you shouldn't think about it. If it's not lovely or commendable of, of or of excellence or of worthy of praise or or whatever, you shouldn't think about it. It is your choice. It's unfortunate how many of us think on things that are not true, thinking on things that are not lovely, thinking on things that are not pure, commendable, just, or of excellence. It is your choice. You have free will. Choose to think on things that God is telling you to think on because thinking on things that are true brings truth to your life. Thinking on these things brings the right fruits in your life. 
What are you thinking on? What are you giving the precious reign of your mind? Let's keep going. Now, what do people overthink about the most? I have four things really quickly that people overthink about the most. And I spelled the word over, O-V-E-R. The, well, not the number one, but one of the things that people overthink about the most, O, what, others, what other people think about them. What people think about the most, they think about what other people think about them, said about them, or did to them. Don't don't overthink about what people have done to you or has said about you. Don't overthink that because what are they what, what are they going to offer you in life? Because if you try to formulate your life to what they think about you, and then they next week after you match what they thought about you, they change the way they think about you. All of a sudden, now you got to go to another level of trying to match your life to their new level of thinking about you. So if you get so caught up on things that move, you end up with move with motion sickness. Now, what do people overthink about? V, their value. People overthink about their place in the world. They think about their conditions in regards to happiness. They think about, do I look good? They think about how their presence is on social media. And they think about um, love. They think about relationship. They overthink their value. Listen, your value is from God. Don't overthink it. Process it in the in 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 light of God's word and what He says about you. Don't overthink your place in the world because God has placed you in this world. Don't overthink about happiness and the conditions in your life. Think about joy. Don't think about how you look. Think about how fearfully and wonderfully made you are. Don't think about overly think about your presence on social media. Utilize it as a tool. Uh, 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 utilize it as a tool and not a tool against you. And don't worry about whether or not who you're going to love, etc. Think about God's love that's going to perfect the fear out of you. Another thing that people think about the most, E, their executions or their executing. They think about their decisions too much. Don't overthink about your decisions. If you know God and your devotion is deep in God, you will naturally know what to do. What do people think about the most? Last but not least, what's in their, their rear view and what's up the road. One thing, one of the top things that people overthink about is their past and their future. Don't overthink and keep, if you keep looking in your rear view, you will miss out on what's in, in front of your windshield. Don't overthink about what's in your past, nor don't overthink about what's up the road. Enjoy the journey. Now, how to stop overthinking. Real quickly, how to stop overthinking and you can get right into the activity to help process your thoughts. How to stop overthinking? Number one, set your mind. How to stop overthinking? Set your mind. Colossians 3, 2 says, set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. We also talked about in Philippians 4, 8, to think on things that are true. All the things in Philippians 8 is above the world's standards. So if you think above the world, you will eventually live above the world's influence. So you have to set your mind. And the question I have for you is what is your default mental setting? What is your default mind settings? What is your mind set on? It's your choice. You have to go into the settings of your life and move the levers over and set those things on things that are above. Set those things on things that are true, honorable, loving, etc. So how to stop overthinking? Number one, you have to set your mind. You have to do it. Just like you set your alarm clock, just like you set your alarm clock to make sure you get certain things done and get started about your day, set your mind on the things that are above so that your day can be precious, so your day can be productive. Number two, how to stop overthinking? Put things into perspective. 
put things into perspective. You get the right perspective out of fellowshipping with the person of God. That's how you get the right perspective. You get the right perspective from the pages of the word of God. Because if the way you... You got to change the way you think and how you perceive the world. What is your worldview? How do you see the world? You have to put things into perspective. And with that, you have to realize perfection was only accomplished once. Many people are overthinking um, perfection. Perfection was only accomplished once and that was through Jesus. So you don't have to overanalyze if you're doing things perfect. Just realize, just uh, embrace the fact that you are in the perfect one. How to stop overthinking? Set your mind. Number two, put things into perspective and realize that perfection was only accomplished once. Number three, how to stop overthinking? Catch the moment of overthinking and challenge its thoughts with the word of God. The moment you feel that you're overthinking, capture that moment. Catch it and say, you know what? No, I will refuse to overthink about this. Now, let me grab my Bible. Let me grab my Bible app and let me see what the word of God says about that so I can bring my mind down into a balanced place and to think about what I need to think about at the moment. Number four, how to stop overthinking. Solve the problems you are able to solve and leave the ones you can't solve in God's hands. Solve the problems you can solve. Don't sit there and be indecisive. Solve the problems. Like I said in a lot of previous videos, whatever you do not address now will undress you later. It will expose you later. Solve the problems you can solve and the problems you can't solve, let God do it. And that will give you energy and time to be able to think about the things that you should be thinking about. Next point, how to stop overthinking, vent and reflect more often, keep a thought journal. I have that in this in this uh, activity for you, a thought journal. Vent and reflect more. Process it. Get it out your system. Write down what you're overthinking and vent to God. God is how I feel about this. And then the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard and keep your mind and your heart in Christ Jesus. Then you will be able to see this is the will of God for me. This is what God wants me to do. I will be able to think about those things because the peace of God is what will protect me. You have to vent and reflect and think and allow your mind to detox. Allow your mind to empty itself of unnecessary things. How to stop overthinking. Next point, don't think about the what ifs. Don't think about the what ifs. Think about the what eyes and the what he's. Don't think about the what ifs. What if this happened? What if this doesn't happen? That's torment. That's, that's, that's unnecessary torment. That's unnecessary energy. Don't think about the what ifs. Think about what I can do right now. Think about what he has done for me and what he's doing for me now. Don't think about the what ifs. Think about the what eyes and the what he's. But last but not least, how to stop overthinking? Give your mind boundaries. Give your mind boundaries. These are the only things I will think about. Anything outside of this, I will not think about. What is? What are the things that should be within the fence of your mind? 
and, and allow the Holy Spirit to be that gardener, that farmer, that, that pulls the weeds out, that ensures animals don't get in or other influences get in negatively. The one that would toil the soil to make sure that it's ripe and rich and ready to receive the right seeds. There are certain things that God wants to place in your heart, but for some of us, our hearts are too hard. For some of us, we have stones in our soil. For some of us, we have uh, um, uh, we have thorns in our soil. You see what I'm saying? God wants our soul to be rich, and you have to allow the richness of the Holy Spirit to make it rich, because you got to allow him to pull the rocks out of it, to break the top concrete over it, to pull out the vine, the thorns that's going to suffocate it. Because there are certain ideas that God wants to place in your life. There are certain thoughts that he wants you to think about so that you can manifest in this world right now. Declutter your mind. Get rid of all those things that are choking the, the precious seeds that are, that are blocking it from even getting in. You see what I'm saying? That is your responsibility to cooperate with the Holy Spirit's farming and gardening techniques to be able to, to process your thoughts on your own so that you can think on things that are rightfully for you to think about. Your thoughts are power. Thoughts are powerful. And you'll think is premium, powerful energy. Choose what to allow uh, yourself to think on. I hope this daily play was a blessing to you. Go to my website now, imunplugged.com forward slash worksheets and download today's worksheet. For in this worksheet, I want you to process your thoughts and your mental settings. I got um, 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 some questions. What are you overthinking about? Uh, why do you overthink about it? What's being wasted as you think about it? What does the word say about these thoughts, these overthinking thoughts? And I have a thought journal that you can either utilize as you can print over and over again and put in a binder or you can utilize it in a, a notebook or um journal of choice well you know coach josh loves you i hope you uh, uh, are in position and ready to process your thoughts listen i was guilty of this i was an overthinker if there was ever one and and god has really through his peace and through um his presence has really put me at a place of stillness Possibly next week, I'll talk about stillness, how to still yourself, because I want to make sure that you learn and know how to position yourself, not to overthink and position yourself to hear from God. I love you. I see you next time. And like I always say, run the play well, my friends. I'll see you next time.